Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. Today's show, we're talking about the residential market slowdown, and it's here and the signs are everywhere. Nowhere is this more evident than in the hottest markets in the country. We're seeing the slowdown at the top end of the market, where the days on market have grown significantly and price concessions are the new normal. What a difference a few months and a slightly higher interest rate can make. So many investors I know have focused on flipping houses. It can be great profit margin in flipping homes. In truth, I don't consider house flipping to be an investment. It's actually an active business with real estate at its foundation. And it's not something that I do, but I know a lot of people who are involved in the house flipping business. Let's look at what the market data is showing us. When you look at market averages, you can't see a problem. There has been a bit of a slowdown compared with earlier in the year, but average prices are continuing to increase in some markets, or they're staying level, maybe a little bit of a decrease, and the days on market are still respectable. Nothing to worry about, right? Well, remember, real estate is hyper-local. That means location and market segment. For example, starter homes focused on first-time buyers are going to have a different market dynamic compared with luxury homes even in the same area. It's dangerous to look at market averages. Earlier this week, the Wall Street Journal reported on one of the hottest markets in the country in North Dallas. This area includes the communities of Plano, Frisco, and Allen. Plano has become a new corporate headquarters hub in the nation. Toyota's new U.S. headquarters is located there. The Dallas Cowboys have a new training facility. J.P. Morgan has consolidated many offices across the southern part of the country into that location in a new building that houses close to 10,000 employees. The old J.C. Penney headquarters is being redeveloped and attracting major tenants like NTT Data. There's lots of great activity in the area. Despite this, high-end subdivisions in the suburb of Frisco, builders are cutting prices on new homes by up to $150,000. Why are they doing that? Well, because nobody's showing up to the open houses and sales have dropped off a cliff. Some of the hottest areas include the legacy development. This area has seen demand evaporate. I visited Legacy earlier this year and it's a wonderful, vibrant area. The access to the major freeways is great. You really can't get a much better location. Another leading indicator of the slowdown is market inventory. In San Francisco, inventory is up 42% compared with a year earlier. Seattle, inventory is up 37%. Denver, 35%. In Nashville, one of the hottest markets in the country, where people are moving there at a rate of 120 people per day, that's a significant growth, the median sales price has dropped 6% since the peak in July of this year and inventory has grown by 32% in that short time frame. Many flippers focus on higher-end homes because the effort is the same as flipping a lower-end home, and the profits, of course, are much higher. But this can be a risky strategy in today's market. When the market turns away from a seller's market into a buyer's market, the shift happens quickly, and by the time the data shows a change, it's already too late to shift strategies. Investors can be left holding a high-priced property for an extended sale period, holding costs eroding the profit until you're forced to sell at a fire sale price or maybe even worse. Some flippers might choose to convert the home into a rental property, refinance into a long-term bank loan, and hope for better times in the future. And that's a viable way of salvaging a bad situation, but you don't, you don't want to be there in the first place. Most residential flips assume a fast turnaround in the market. Typical schedule is about six months from start to finish. That assumes an aggressive 30 to 60 day renovation schedule, even for a major renovation, followed by a 30 to 45 day sales process, and then another 60 days for the buyer to complete their due diligence and complete their bank financing. 
you can typically get it done in six months. Flips are generally financed by more expensive private money. Most conventional banks are too slow to be a viable source of financing for your typical buy, fix, and sell transaction. If your profit margin on a flip is, let's say, $100,000 on a luxury home, you can face a monthly holding cost of 1% a month. And if the property takes five months longer than you plan to sell it, and you've got to drop your price by 10% to unload the property, you can have your profit margin evaporate in a heartbeat. You might argue the same math applies to lower-end homes, and in one sense that's true. But I would argue that entry-level homes are still selling well at price points below $250,000, which qualify for high-ratio insured loans. While there may be a slowdown in demand, this is the segment of the market where there's still an excess of demand and a shortage of supply. And that's because the cost of new constructions made it difficult for new home builders to deliver new product in that segment of the market. In a rising market, it's pretty easy to make money. In a falling market, which is where we are right now, it takes hard work, a lot of due diligence. Two years ago, you could throw a dart anywhere on the map and still make money. And today, the market conditions are much more dangerous means being more selective to ensure your projects are safe. If you're thinking about that, take the time to rethink your strategy. Don't allow deal momentum to force you into the wrong deal. Have an awesome rest of your day. Make some great things happen. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.